In this podcast, we aim to uncover secrets, stories, and methods of those in the forefront of movement practices far and wide. From physical therapy, strength training, mobility training, CrossFit, martial arts, and much more. We want to use this platform to explore topics we love to talk about with other professionals in varying fields to do with movement. A little bit about us, we run Flowmotion Fitness as a personalized online mobility and rehabilitation coaching service. We offer an online course for coaches, as well as retreats and workshops in person. This podcast started when we began doing Instagram Lives. So the first few episodes are taken from our first lives that led us down the route of exploration in all topics related to the health and fitness of the human body that influences controlled and pain-free movement. In this episode, Beatrice and I go over pain management and what is pain. We answer a bunch of questions you guys sent in and we hope you enjoy it. Hi guys, so we are going live now with Beatrice about pain management and what is pain and other pain techniques and going into the science behind uh, what it is and how to cope with it and what happens when you have like a pain flare up. Hopefully she's going to join in just a second. Hello everyone. And yeah, if you guys have any other questions other than the ones that you've already sent us, please just write them down here and we will try our best to answer them while we're going live. Just one second. Should be connecting now. Hello. Hey. Hi, everyone. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. Doing you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, cool. So this talk is all about pain and pain management. Yeah. I see quite a lot of people are, are signing in. I know that this is a topic that a lot of people have asked us about, so... There's lots to talk about, so we're going to have to try to keep it <laughs> Loads. Do you have a specific thing that you would like to begin with, or um, shall we start just covering the questions, or should we start covering actually what pain is? I think maybe, yeah, starting from the basics, what pain, yeah. what we're actually talking about. Okay, cool. Um, I'll briefly just go over a little bit then. So um, a lot of people uh, see pain as this thing that has to be given like a painkiller, something that has to be stopped and something bad. So people think pain is bad, but pain is not all bad and it's actually just information and that's what it's used for. So, um, you know, pain's not there for fun. It's, um, <laughs> it's something to give us information as to what to do. Something is opening in my room and I don't know what, <laughs> with some random door. Um, but anyway, the things that will impact pain are things like stress, sleep, inflammation, um, too much time stagnant or too much time repeating certain motions can make a difference. Um, so inflammation's a big one and like that's why when you have muscular pain, a lot of it can be, oh, you've got rheumatoid arthritis, or you've got a herniation, or you've got some kind of, um, you know, injury or disease. But this disease can often come from inflammation, and inflammation can actually come from a lack of movement and a poor diet and all sorts of other things like that. Another thing is expectations. You can actually expect to be in pain and be in pain. <laughs> um, you can have this from diagnoses, so you can end up having 
a MRI, be told you've got um, herniated discs, and even sometimes to some extremes, doctors will tell you don't move or don't bend your back because you know you've got a herniation, and that will cause so much stress and it'll cause you to tense up, it will cause more pain. Um, and yeah, another thing is things like CNS fatigue or chronic CNS fatigue, and it's amazing actually how many of us have that nowadays. So there's a massive list as to what can cause pain. But then obviously we see pain as something, okay, pain equals something's bad. So let's give ourselves a painkiller or give ourselves a cortisol shot or whatever it is that we're going to do to try to numb it. But that's quite a big mistake because pain is a lot of information. So you can get different types of pain, you can get pain in specific types of areas, you can get radiating pain. And this all means something. Um, and if you start looking into it a little bit more, it can give you information as to how to rehabilitate yourself and how to get you uh, moving mobile and comfortable again. Um, and it's not something to be feared, but rather something to be used as a bit of information rather than just looking for painkillers all the time. So um, what we're going to go over today is reducing pain in um, other holistic ways. So make sure that you're not getting pain from you know exhaustion and stuff like that. Um, but also we're going to talk about um, identifying and, and things like that. So I think that's a, do you want to add something else to that? <laughs> no, I think, yeah, what's important to grab here, uh, to grasp here is the fact that there are so many factors going into pain and it's something that is so uh, subjective. So it really depends on how you are feeling that day. And that of course depends on very, a lot, various external and internal stimuli. So, um, the important thing here also is the fact that we don't want to uh, avoid pain at all costs. Well, we want to avoid pain, of course, but we, we don't want to uh, shut it down. So we want to listen to it. Uh, yeah. We really want to tune into our body and start to learn how to, how to discern like um, different types of pains and also try to understand what that pain is trying to tell us. And that's uh, where all the awareness component comes in. Uh, when we're moving, when we're uh, doing anything during our day, we really want to be aware of what's going on with our body so that we know we can actually interpret what those body signals are telling us. Yeah. And um, quite often when uh, people do go through pain, so either it is from an injury or from whatever else, overuse, muscle fatigue, um, the answer is usually rest. Don't move. Don't move at all. Or just sit still and obviously like people also confuse rest days with okay i'm just gonna, not going to move at all but that's actually going to make you recover slower so active recovery is very important but that same element and that same principle can be with uh rehab yeah i you know i think here that the secret is there's really not a one size fits all solution to pain yeah. and uh of course uh in uh, as in any uh, in any other area we try to put our pain into like these categories because that makes it easier to them to treat that pain but at the same time that also really limits us and of course sometimes it can even yeah aggravate pain because if we're put into the category i don't know a herniated disc uh we're going to be thinking that uh, we'll never be able to move our, our spine again for all for, for all our life yeah. And, and that's simply not true. I mean, you're living proof of that. <laughs> and, um, but the same thing happens, you know, with, uh, um, you know, we, we can talk about physical and psychological pain. 
they're both extremely real and uh, and it, they're both uh, they both need to be addressed in a way that really looks at the individual so what the individual is going through uh, what his past history is and what uh, environment he's inside there's there's like millions of factors but it's important to really uh, remember that when you're going through pain whether it's uh, psychological or physical pain um, you have to uh, first of all uh, look at yourself um, don't think that if you've received a diagnosis that's your life sentence basically yeah, yeah. and I mean that's something that kind of goes on a lot where people are told don't move um, you know this needs time to heal of course healing does take time but that doesn't mean that re reduction of complete movement is the right answer so um, doing absolutely nothing is going to prolong the pain that you are in and it could accept so things like bed rest have been proven time and time again with studies that they do nothing but harm yeah. they make it worse your muscles will degrade your movement will get worse and one of the things that's very important to think about with pain is that um, you can get pain due to going into a position where you have injured yourself because your muscles have very good memories and even though you might not remember your subconscious is going to remember oh i did something bad to myself in this way so i better reduce the amount i move that's where you get weird things like movement restrictions so you can get this from injuries you can get this from being static and you can get this from repetitive motions which is why when you assess movement and you assess joints you can identify someone's past um, injuries or you can identify someone's past behaviors so you could say huh were you a dancer before or did you used to ski like do this thing um because the more you're that motion the more it shows on the way that you move yeah we're, we're made of patterns in our bodies and in our minds and so uh of course if we've been doing us repeating the same pattern our entire life that's all our body is going to know and if we try to get out of that pattern it's going to signal something that's going on like maybe it's going to signal pain mm -hmm. so that's where also we have to distinguish between good pain and bad pain you know sometimes we get pain after uh, a workout where we've done new exercises that we've never done before so we've put our bodies in new positions uh, we've uh, stimulated new um, uh, nervous uh, connections and our body is going to answer uh, uh, with pain because uh, it's signaling that something is different so yeah. it's simply different it's yeah. it doesn't we you know we, again we like to label things and pain is not necessarily negative nothing yeah. is always negative or always positive it's really yeah. contextual so yeah. we have to <laughs> a very bad thing um and it's if anything very useful information um what people should maybe notice already actually is that when you have been through the worst bouts of pain or like flare-ups it's usually combined with psychological distress yeah. so if you've ever had an injury, it's the psychological distress of that injury that's inflaming everything even further. Um, and of course, inflammation in the beginning is very, very helpful. Um, and the pain is helpful to reduce the movement to allow tissue to heal. But that only is true for a certain amount of time. However, that pattern continues. So that reduction in movement and that pain response continues much further past that time that is needed to heal that tissue. Exactly. 
Yeah. So something that can serve you, which is why relearning how to interpret your joints and relearning how to interpret movement and your connection with that movement in your mind can be pivotal in changing the way your body responds to pain. Yeah. I think also here an important thing that we're saying is basically that um, we want to try and uh, sort of rewire the way that we see pain and we consider pain because that's going to be beneficial for us during our healing or during our recovery. Uh, if we view pain as something that uh, is um, potentially leading us to growth, uh, that will help us heal faster and also come back even stronger than before. Um, if we're dealing with chronic pain, which is something that we know will be there uh, potentially forever, rewiring the way that we see uh, pain is actually going to help us again to face it and to just accept the fact that we're living with this condition and that this condition, yes, maybe it, um, uh, it, it blocks us in doing some things, but at the same time, it's also uh, part of us and it enables us to do a lot of other things. And maybe it's allowed us to develop a sort of sensibility that we wouldn't have otherwise developed. And again, here I'm addressing both uh, physical pain, but also psychological pain. Yeah. So uh, it really goes hand in hand as always. You know, we're always talking about body and mind. They're interconnected. They cannot be separated one from the other. Yeah. Um... What else do I want to cover? I've got a few questions here. So I get quite a lot of these, which is where people ask me which specific exercise to do for a very specific pain. And the answer is always, there is none. And it, it depends because there is no such thing as an exercise. Even if I give you five separate exercises specific to something that I have um, identified, in your movement so say I, I know that you've got a restriction in this joint i know these five exercises will help you that is still not enough because this has to progress there is no way that this exercise is going to stay the same forever and it will, it will serve you it, if you have a restriction that's a long journey so the journey is months and months not weeks and weeks that has to be first of all you know acknowledged because a lot of people expect okay the pain's gone i'm going to move on with my life and stop doing exercise into this and that's when it starts coming back because first of all connective tissue which is the white tissue that surrounds your joints it takes longer to form so you're looking at months not weeks muscle tissue takes a lot quicker um, another thing is we'll always begin gradually so as to not aggravate any pain so as to not aggravate the stress response of your tightening up um, so it's a gradual process so Quite a lot of people say, oh, this exercise helped me, thanks, I'm done. And I'm like, well, you know, because that will come back. You will be texting me again in a month or two saying, oh, this hurts again. And it's really a long journey of adaptation with your joints and your neuromuscular pathways. Um, but yeah, I always say to people, if you're feeling pain, you absolutely have to have a joint assessment. You have to have body assessment of your movement screen as well. Because as much as I love joint assessments and functional movement assessments, um, one is not as good as both. <laughs> so the more information is more information, obviously. Like you can't deny that. And once you have more information, you can start adapting why your body's restricting you. So um, I know there is this common thing that, okay, everyone 
different. This is true. Everyone does move different and everyone does have slightly different length femurs and, you know, all these things, different hip joints. That is true. However, a joint should be within a healthy range and this range can be assessed and calculated. And if you are far away from this healthy range, then that absolutely has to be. And if you don't address it, nothing else will change. Um, so you, you know, you could basically ignore these forever and just keep doing different exercises, hoping you're going to hit the right one, or you can very, very quickly find out exactly what the problem is and work on it. So when it comes to what exercises is for this specific pain, there is a lot that goes into assessing. There's a lot that goes into progressive programming. Um, and that is essentially one of the things that we are teaching and providing support on in our 12 week program so that week by week you can learn how to assess each part of your body and we will be there to help you um, understand the results and interpret the results um, so that you can basically keep doing this through your lifetime so I don't think that this is something that you do once you move on and that's it you should be able to assess yourself forever so that as you age you maintain your joint function or you even improve your joint rather than the opposite which is most commonly true and I mean most people just admit okay when we get older we get stiffer and we get um, basically more in pain but that does not have to be the truth at all yeah exactly yeah uh, I think that the idea is during the 12 weeks to provide you with the, the tools that you need to assess yourself both from a physical point of view and also to gain the tools that you need to uh, address pain, uh, suffering, stress um, from a psychological point of view so that you know that you're actually um, uh, able to face these situations so that when you get pain, whether it's physical or uh, suffer mental suffering, you know that you have the tools that you need and you can pick the ideal tool in that moment to help you get out of that pain or address that pain. So the idea here is also the fact that, um, again, since body and mind are so uh, interconnected, if you have a physical pain, if you actually get, for example, an injury, uh, um, you know that your, uh, that your sympathetic system will be activated. So your body will, will go into a fight or flight response, a stress response. And that will be affecting you not only from a physiological point of view, so hormones, uh, differences in your, uh, in your heartbeat, uh, in your heart rate. Uh, so all a series of psych uh, physiological changes that will be going on, but you will also have um, uh, a psychological response. And so your mind will actually change. The thoughts that are going through your mind will actually change. And those thoughts that are occurring in your mind will influence how you heal from that pain or from that injury. So it's really important that anytime that you're training your body or anytime that you're training your mind, you're also addressing the other one. Mm. So this is the idea behind our, our, our course that we really want you to think of yourself in a holistic way, basically, that you can't be uh, expecting to get out of a pain uh, or get out of, uh, of an injury without actually addressing also the psychological side. Because yes. if you, uh, again, maybe your body has already healed physiologically, so your tissues have healed, but you've not healed in your mind. You're still there in, thinking about the pain and thinking that, oh my gosh, I just got hurt or uh, I'll keep having this pain again. Just 
if you think about it, if, if you wake up in the morning and the first thing that you think about is, oh my gosh, I wonder if I'm still in pain. Of course you will be in pain, even if your tissues have healed already. So it's really about finding that um, balance in your, um, in your mind as well that enables you to face things as they come day by day without making um, provisions about what will happen in the future, what will happen today, what will happen tomorrow, in a month. Even in the moment that maybe you get injured, you know, what's really hard for athletes is to think about, oh my gosh, how long will this injury hold me off from doing what I actually love to do? Yeah. And the best thing that you can do for your healing process is to focus on the now, which is why mindfulness is so, so useful for us. It's yeah. about staying in the present moment and doing everything that you can in the present moment to help you heal that injury and go on your, like, progress along your journey of healing and of learning again i i always think that it's the best thing is to think about these um these situations these difficult situations that can be an injury or it can be uh i don't know a breakup or anything else that is difficult in your life to think about it as a journey and uh, think about um, think about it as a learning opportunity. You know, it's that difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Yeah. When you're in your growth mind, we talk about this in the course as well, because when you're in a growth mindset, you have the opportunity to actually be learning from anything that happens in your life. And if you learn, there's a higher chance that in the future you won't make maybe that same mistake again or anyways you will know how to face that same situation or a similar one um in a better way you'll be more prepared basically yeah and like one of the things that really comes up time and time again and i think this is true for coaches and um physios is that when their clients are going through a worse bout or a relapse of pain it is often connected to a period of severe stress at work or home life and a lack of sleep due to this. So some kind of stress is really impacting this person's life and this is impacting their sleep. And then as a side effect, this obviously ends up re-inflaming or tightening up muscles. And then we end up with physical pain as well as mental. And then it all just becomes a couple of days or a couple of weeks of absolute agony and this person is suffering. And I've heard it time and time again with my clients. I know a lot of the people on our course doing the mobility and rehab course, they are coaches and they're physios and they say they just have the same problems. So, um, you know, it's, it's constant. And of course, Beatrice has read studies and put a lot of studies into our 12 week program now explaining how this all works. Yeah, definitely. The idea is just to really have to hone in on what stress is. So first, First thing we do is always to get educated. So observe what, what's going on, uh, learn about what's going on. And then the second step is to uh, accept and welcome what is going on. Because yeah. if we don't accept, if we keep on fighting with all our might and, uh, and we keep on saying, no, this can't be happening to me, or we just stay stuck in our frustration, that will not be helping us. It will just be adding even more to the stress and then all the all the changes in our body that come with that stress so it's really about sort of rewiring your brain and how you approach these difficult situations because pain is not comfortable of course it's it's an uncomfortable situation for all of us uh it, whether it's uh acute pain or chronic pain it's not something that 
we are happy to receive but accepting pain as yes. well is extremely important for us so sometimes we'll feel a pain and we'll push through it but we're not going to push through it mindfully there's a very big difference yeah. so ways that you can interpret the pain that you're going through and you can still continue to move mindfully and carefully and there's other ways which is i'm just going to ignore this and push myself because unfortunately a lot of athletes do that i i used to do that all the time yeah, so. me too. <laughs> don't want it to be real you're, you're in a state of denial you're like i i need to just get on with my training i've got this to achieve or whatever to do and uh think about it later yeah so there's two extremes there's you feel pain and you don't move at all and you feel pain and you completely ignore it and you know, you need to be somewhere in the middle because quite often you can give yourself three to five minutes of light movement in that range and you'll be surprised that that pain will actually go away when your brain realizes there is no danger there. But there's also, that's also the reason why a lot of the, so we're doing obviously yoga and mobility programs through this 12 week program, but it's very gradual and it repeats many movements that might feel easy, but uh, the reason a lot of these movements are there is more of more of that is basically just to teach the neurological pathways. So from your brain to your muscle to identify that movement pattern is safe. Then when you start loading up end ranges, and then when you start doing more functional based um, strength training with more risk, it's not going to be as much of a risk. Basically, your body will all oh Beatrice has. Basically, what I was just trying to say that your body will know what it's doing and it will already have um, built some strength in those ranges and it won't react with tightness as much. Um, let's see if we can get her back. Uh, how do we do this? Any tips on anyone that's actually used this before? Um, I might have to end this and start it again. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let's try that again. Probably just internet connection. Right. Do you guys have any other questions about? Sorry, pain? everyone. I don't know what happened there. There we go. You're back. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what happens. I uh, just decided. Happens all the time. All right. So there's a few little things I want to go through quickly. Um, but I, you know, then maybe we'll go on to some questions. So, yeah, uh, one thing that most people don't actually know is that muscle itself is technically an orphan organ. That's what they call it. Um, and that's because it's not basically owned by any medical field. It is not studied by any one particular medical field. And therefore, when you get a lot of muscular pain and most pain is muscular, we don't really know what we're looking at because it's not really been studied in enough depth for us to truly say this is what it is. So pain can be very, very different. It can have very different types of signals, but you know, um, <laughs> it's not actually studied as much as we think it is. So we need to be aware of that so that we know that when you get a doctor that says, right, you've got an MRI, this is result you must not move in these ways at all that's not been studied enough for them to really say so yeah um i think i've gone through quite a few of my questions have you gone through any of yours um yeah well my uh, mine were mostly about our chronic pain and um i just wanted to say that 
things that we will be looking over from a mindfulness point of view uh, that can help you with uh, pain management, whether it's acute or chronic, is uh, really uh, learning how to be in the present moment, um, using the breath. So breath is so important to actually uh, face any moment that we're in stress and uh, that includes also uh, any pain that we may be experiencing because sometimes when we have chronic pain just learning to breathe through the pain uh, can be of uh, immense benefit it can really help us reduce that stress response that um uh, that's that's going on in our body so like if basically if you think about uh i don't know women who are giving birth you know when they tell them to breathe through it that's because breath actually really helps to reduce that uh that pain response and um it's an exercise yeah so we'll be looking over a lot of breathing uh techniques and how you can uh work with your diaphragm and how to release that diaphragm because a lot of times we're being told to breathe deeply but we can't actually breathe deeply because our diaphragms are stuck because we haven't been breathing correctly for a really long time so we're going to be looking over how to sort of reset your breath basically and then use it to help you go through pain and um yeah face pain basically and even reduce it maybe and then we'll have all our meditations as well which can really help you uh when you're you're in that stress response when you're experiencing pain and they can also have also help you uh accept what is again what is in the present moment i know i'm repeating myself again and again but the concepts uh, the basic concepts uh, are always the same and then we can apply them to different situations in our lives to actually help us to live uh in a mindful way in a more uh with more awareness and consciousness and what's quite interesting is like so if you know that you're in pain or if you're like even if you're just sick you've got the flu or something and you're exhausted you haven't had enough sleep you've not been able to there's certain studies that have actually shown that meditation can provide you with that recovery yeah. so if you're struggling to recover if you are a very busy person that works a lot and you're going through a lot of stress right now at home or at, or, or at work um and you just can't seem to get that good quality meditation could be the methods that you can use to get that recovery time um and yeah without that you're not going to reduce the amount that you're in pain so <laughs> yeah it's but all yeah. connected fortunately or unfortunately depends on how you look at it but <laughs> yeah um what else is there yeah um i suppose because a lot basically let's face it all of us go through this at points so all of us at some point will have tightened muscles uh chronic pain at times, muscular pain at times, and mental pain at times. But when you have the toolkit necessary to, first of all, understand it, and second of all, have a system and a blueprint with which to work so that you can work through whatever it is that's causing it and slowly get yourself to the point where you are actually working through it and improving it on your own. That is the entire point of why we made the whole three month program so that you can Address whole body and mind issues such as that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that we should just update everyone with actually on it is that this weekend we will be doing a 25% off um, pre launch sale that's going to be live on my website. So, if you go into my profile, into my um, bio, uh, the link is there. It's flowmotionfitness.co.uk. And um, that will be a short time, limited time only discount for the program and then it will go live 
hopefully by next week, I think, yeah, because we're doing this uh, pre-sales. So, yeah, that's just a quick update on that. Um, and I'll put a little thing up on Stories so you can put your email in there if you want more information. I think we've covered it basically all. And if there's any other questions, uh, we will be happy to answer them. Yeah. And um, yeah, we hope that really what you get from this short talk, and then if you uh, choose to um, uh, go ahead with our 12 week program is just that um, you have uh, all the resources uh, that you need. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I lost your cat. <laughs> is that basically um, you can build all the resources that you need to address your pain or your chronic pain, and you can actually live a, a more free life in your body and in your mind when you know that you have these tools. Yes, exactly. And I suppose the takeaway point of this is pain is not bad, it is just information. Pain can be acted, it can be changed, and and if you've been diagnosed with something that apparently will never go away, like I've been diagnosed with something that apparently will never go away, it's simply not true. There's not enough studies to justify that. And there are far too many studies proving improvements through movement and mind techniques yeah. that go against all that. So the majority of the population will go through some kind of muscular pain for sure. That's going to happen in your lifetime, but um, that does not mean that it's going to get worse and it does not mean it's going to stay. And even if you've been diagnosed with something really quite serious, there is absolutely no evidence to prove that you cannot improve this significantly to the point where it is not actually affecting your whole life. So, yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's not a life sentence. Pain is not a life sentence. So, yeah, always remember that. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, um, we're going to just conclude this short chat on these questions that we've been asked. And if there's any other questions, just DM us and we will try to do another live sometime and cover those topics. And yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Bye everyone. Bye. Thanks for connecting.